What up, GWB Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Great Web Buffalo Podcast. It's your host, Ben Mayfield. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a sabbatical of sorts. I miss you tremendously. And I may say that throughout a couple episodes because I just, I have not done an episode in over a month and I apologize. I have not done an episode the whole month of August, now September. And honestly, it's just, I don't know if anybody else is like this. I've been swamped. I've just been overwhelmed with schoolwork, with life, with work, with personal life. And I just haven't had the time to really get back in the studio and do some podcasting. So I appreciate all of y'all who I've had, honestly, y'all make me want to cry because y'all are just so loving and supportive. I've gotten over like 15 DMs of people saying like, hey man, we miss you. Like, where's this week's episode? Like, hey man, you haven't posted one. What's up? And I don't take it at all as nagging or anything. I take it as in like, dude, we love you and support you and we miss hearing from you and your guests and whatever. And sometimes I get in these moods where I just don't feel worthy enough to even do an episode or I'm just so stressed. I don't have guests coming over or whatever it may be. And my life just seems like chaotic. And I, I don't know if any of y'all are like that too, where it just seems like you have so much thrown at you or you're like juggling. You have like so much to handle and feel like you're just going to drop it all. And I got to a pretty, I wouldn't say dark, dark place, but I got to a place where I felt isolated and I felt like a little overwhelmed and I was really praying to God of like, man, what is, what is going on? Like, I just feel so like tense all the time. And it's like, man, Ben, you gotta, you gotta get some stress out. Like, what are some things that you're passionate about? Some things that you do just to, to relax. What is, you know, do one for them, but you gotta do one for yourself. And I was like, man, well, my podcast is something that I love. I mean, I I've literally have a guest bedroom that instead of finding like a roommate to help pay for the mortgage or whatever, like I've turned into a studio because I'm dedicated to this podcast and I haven't done it in over a month. So I just say all that because I was like, I got to get back to it. I know I got a lot of people who listen who love me and support me and support this passion project of mine that literally it's just... I'm the producer, I'm the creative engineer, I'm the audio tech, like I do, I'm the, 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 the manager that books people, the booking agent, and it's because I, I wear all those hats because I love it, I love y'all, and I love doing it, and so I apologize for not being there, but know that to, to get my mind and my heart and my soul back into like, you know, in sync, I said I gotta get back and I gotta do it, I gotta get some stuff done and like, let's get back into the studio, and so I got... This episode in particular, I have Michaela and Madison Brown, and they are hilarious. I love them so much. I've known them for a long time, and we talk about what it's like to be sisters. I try to get them to get a little, like, you know, maybe some funny stories, but they pretty awesome sisterhood. They, they got along really well, and, they, you know, they had their fits, but pretty awesome sisters. And then we talk about 4-H camp. I know not all of y'all are 4-Hers, but we just talk about what it's like to, to get the COVID to – to take away some things that they love. Like Madison was a senior and like got that kind of robbed from her and then working summer camp that got on pause. And so we talk a little bit about, and then we talk about UNG and how they both go to North Georgia and how I went to North Georgia. I actually gave Michaela a tour back in the day and I forgot all about it until today when we're talking. I was like, Oh my God, I totally forgot about that. And so we talk about North Georgia. We talk about community. It's just a fun episode. These sisters are wonderful and they're kind and they're, and they're so gracious to come on here, and it's fun to have them. So anyways, I love y'all. I really hope you appreciate uh, them coming in here and talking. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, we love you, and thank you for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare. The great white buffalo. The great white buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. What up, GWB? Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. It's your host, Ben Mayfield. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in for a special, wonderful treat. This is has not happened ever before. We have a pair of siblings. I think that's, I think you are the first pair of siblings. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's a fact. And if you're if I'm wrong, you can fact check me on the episodes. But I'm really excited because I've known these these two wonderful sisters for a long time. 
I want to say at least 45 years. And I'm really excited y'all are here in the guest of honor seat. That's just the name of the seat. Nothing like, she's not like better or worse than you. Uh, is Madison Brown. What's up, Madison? Doing good. What's up, Ben? Are you ready to be on the podcast? I'm really ready. Okay, sweet. And, and you've talked about being on the podcast for, the, I guess I've done this for a little over a year. You've always been like, yeah, I want to be on the podcast. Yeah. Every board event that we went to, I always asked you to be on one, and you wouldn't let me. And, and you're, well. And now I'm here. Well, so I'm a youth, well, let me introduce the Maverick seat over there is Michaela Brown. What's up, Michaela? What's up, Ben? In um, which, Michaela is the older sister, right? Very much so. Very much so. Very old. Like, are you, have you hit your 50s yet? I feel like it. You feel like it? <laughs> <laughs> the, the coronavirus <laughs> and the 2020 has felt like it's aged us oh, by absolutely. like 40 years. But I was going to say, I have, if you don't know, I do a lot of 4-H. I talk about it a lot on the podcast. And both of y'all are 4-H'ers. That's how I got to know y'all originally. And Madison was on the junior board. I was like her collegiate advisor and then, you know, adult advisor. Actually, I may have just been your adult advisor. I, don't, I think I was in college, out of college by the time <laughs> you were in middle school. Um, you were there. It was okay. Yeah, I was there. How old are you? I'm um, 18. Okay, yeah, I'm 28. Yeah, so I'm like 10 years older. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. You and all the girls and guys that were on board, I'm trying to think there's like a core group. There's like Maggie. Susan, there's Emma, there's Melina, there's Madison, there's George, there's others as well, and all of you have been super supportive, shout out to all those people, of me and the podcast, but you were the first one that's actually got to be here. That's very exciting. Good job, little bit. Thank you. Girl, like... (laughs) When you feel like your next resume, like that's like gotta be like <laughs> I top was on a one. podcast. Thank you. Yeah, like it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> we have like over a thousand downloads a day. A day. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like ten million a year. Don't Uh-oh. don't don't do the math on that. <laughs> just kind of whatever. Michaela, is this your first podcast as well? It sure is, Ben. Are you excited to be on here today? I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Well, having both of y'all here, I wanted to talk a little bit about what is it like to be siblings. Because you're the first pair of siblings that we've had. And a lot of our listeners, some may have an older sister or brother, younger sister, younger brother. We may have twins. I know a couple of my friends have twins. And there's kind of a cool distinction about, like, my experience with my older brother will be different than your experience, Madison, with an older sister or what your experience is with a younger sister. And I just thought that would be kind of cool dynamics to talk about. So growing up, was there, like, I don't know, any challenges? I know there's got to be some pros, some some antis, because we also have you know people who are, who are listening who are like, I'm an only child. <laughs> Shout out to you. We love y'all. Uh, uh, Either. Yeah. So what were some things? Um, I'd have to say growing up, she's always been like a mother figure. I guess you could say that. Um, but I feel like we never actually feel like we got along pretty well. So you're saying like Michaela's personality is kind of like a kind of a uh, old mom spirit. <laughs> I mean, like, she's always been the more mature one of us, too, I guess, growing up. Okay, so. do you feel like that? Uh, my mom said I came out of the womb grown, so I know. Does that mean, like, a big old baby? I guess like, so. I don't know. I was only seven pounds, so I wasn't, oh, okay. like, a full-grown adult. But. <laughs> then, like a 15-pound baby popping out of there. <laughs> they said, like, I lifted my head, like, within a day of being born, like, held it up by myself and everything. Um, but I remember mom used to say, I was like three and a half and Madison was like, oh, this is good. Three weeks old. And mom had like went to use the bathroom. Like she had just had Madison and mom had C-sections with both of us. So she couldn't really like move around quickly. Right. She said she walks into their bedroom and I have Madison like up on my shoulder, just like bouncing her like a mom would to a baby. (laughs) So you have a three and a half year old toddler holding a brand newborn baby. And my mom's like, give me the baby. So I've just always been just like very like nurturing to her. I feel like we've always had that connection though. Yeah. She's like my best friend. Okay. First of all, super sweet. Cause I I'm trying. Yeah. I'm, Cause I'm trying to get into the juiciness of like, <laughs> did y'all have any fights? Like what was your big, if you had fights, what was it about normally? Clothes. Clothes? Yeah. Nowadays it's clothes. Cause we wear the same, like we wear the exact same clothes. So it, she's like, like I have her shirt on like right now. She does. 
But do do you have like a little bit of ownership of that? Of like, that's my shirt. Oh, don't, don't forget that. Absolutely. Like when you take it off, it goes back to me. Absolutely. And she's this is her like third time wearing it. So, but sometimes she forgets I have it. So it's like a win win for me. Yeah, for you, but not for her. No, I'm losing clothes. It's fine. See, my brother and I, we got a uh, shout out to my brother Will. He's he and I got in some fights, but I mean, like most of them was his fault. That's right, Will. It's all your fault. <laughs> no, some of them were my fault too. And we like guys are weird. Like we'll like blow up, but then like we like we'll cool off and like you know be fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like girls, oh, they're gonna hold a grudge. I mean, that's a stereotype. I don't know. I mean, we really, like, honestly, growing up, we did not fight that much. Like, if we did, it would just be, like, little bickers here and there. Madison was like, love you, but she was a brat growing up. Like, if she didn't get her way, like, was. it was going to be known. <laughs> I was. And, like, I was always the one to, like, I know when to just keep my mouth shut and not say something back to mom and dad. Oh, no, mm-hmm. not me. I had to get the last word done. Yes. So, like, me being <laughs> the older, more responsible sibling, I would be like, Madison, just hush. And then she'd, like, yell at me because I was trying to tell her what to do. I think there's like that one. There's only one time that I slapped her, and she had a handprint from like where I slapped her. She's mean. Dang, girl, you got physical. <laughs> was it like and slapped her? Yes. Second child. Woo-hoo. Second child. What's up? What's up? Uh, my brother's probably listening right now. I was like, been to the same thing. I was like, probably so. Probably it's the younger siblings. Madison and I are on the same wavelength there. Did you now? What's cool about this is well, I didn't know this until I was thinking about it today. Is my brother was a senior in high school when I was a freshman, and that's the same age difference as you two, right? Correct. Yeah. So, was there any like, I, I tell the story of my brother, huge champ. It was freshman year. We're in this uh, PE class. I had like PE, and he had like some intro to team sports, but they were like both in the gym, and we're playing a game called speedball, which is kind of like handball, mm-hmm. the Olympic sport. And this kid like. Like kind of like I, don't, I guess maybe I kind of threw him an elbow in the gut a little bit, but I was like trying to get him off me because all up on my grill, you know, like <laughs> what are you doing? Like back up off me, and he goes and he just shoves me like full hand, like pushes me down on the ground, and I'm like, what the frick? Like 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 are we about to fight right now? Like <laughs> I'm a teacher's kid, you know, 4-H guy, like you know, like super peace and love in the world, and I'm like, am I about to fight this guy? Like this redneck kid, and like I get up. And like I, like I turn and I get up, and the kid's like, ooh, like you know, like trying to flex, like what's up? What are you gonna do about it? My brother, who just happened to see it, sprints across, and I mean, like, the gym's a big gym, and if somehow he did it in three steps. It's like one, one, like just like leaped over and goes and trucks this guy oh my into the ground. It's like leave my brother alone. And I was That's like, sweet. Yeah, but also kind of fearful. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Um, and then like the PE teacher came on and said, hey, hey, break it up, break it up. And basically, you know, both my parents being teachers, the PE teacher who's friends with my dad was like, hey, uh, don't do that again. And um, I'm not going to write y'all up, but like, don't do that. Learn from your mistakes. <laughs> and we're like, yes. Like, <laughs> they get in trouble. Yay. So I don't know if y'all had any stories like that where you had to like, maybe you were like the Superman in a situation really not just because the way like our schools are set up like I wouldn't really like have classes with her or wouldn't really see her throughout the day um the most like sentimental thing to me I guess was like that she was there my senior year of high school Mm -hmm. so like we both ran cross country so she got to be like we got to run a cross country season together and that was like yeah and that was the first year our cross country team in a while had actually gone to state well you mean to state for cross country are y'all one A, two A, three A? What are y'all? We were three A. We were two A then. Two A. It was my senior a. year, so we had moved down to two A. Yeah. Nice. So I like we got to run in like the state cross country meet together, which is like a cool thing that like I don't think a lot of siblings get to share, which yeah, was really no. cool. But there wasn't a whole lot of like have to, having to go mother bear mode type thing. I think <laughs> my favorite thing though, being a freshman and her senior, was probably in our anchor club. Because what, just, what is Anchor Club? I don't know what that is. It's basically our community sorority in high school. Where so we it's do. a community service club. Um, okay. So anything, like we also have like Interact, and that's like male and female. Um, but our school, there's Anchor, which is females only, and then um, Key Club, which is males only. But Wait, Key Club is male only at mm-hmm. your school? Ours was co yeah. So that's how, so Anchor Club, and we kind of treated it like a sorority in high school. So we had like bigs and littles and everything. It was a lot of fun. 
And so were you her big and anchored? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Controversial. All right. I'm digging. I'm digging, too. <laughs> is, was there any, like, uh, like I, I don't know, high school for girls is, like, the movie Mean Girls. Was there any, like, Regina George's, like, have you seen Mean Girls? Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Let's make sure I'm not, like, the nerd uh, over here. no. Um, On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Well, it is. Uh, it's Tuesday. 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 So is that pink? Or is that like lavender? That's lavender. Okay, that's, that's a purple. I'm sorry. I'm kind of colorblind. <laughs> is was there any like in your school, man? That like was there any Regina Georges? In I your would school? have to say probably in our grade. Yeah, in her like, grade, there's always been that the group. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And so like we've always had that one group uh, all throughout high school. But now that we're kind of out of high school, it's like. What was their problem? Like, why did they have those issues that they did? Because, yeah. like, some of them we even went to church with. Oh, like, no, so you would see them on Sundays, and it would be like, they're up there praising the Lord, and then Monday it's, like, mean face. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a popular church near the church I work at, and there's a little bit, and I say this, it's not just that church. It's just kids in general, so I'm not trying to throw any one particular church on the bus or anything. But there's just a little bit of like on Sunday it's like I'm all about Jesus, mm-hmm. and then like Monday is like I'm going to destroy your world, and it's like what? Like where was the girl or guy that I saw yesterday? Yeah. Like yeah, you know, for it's, sure. It's kind of like they put on like a face a little bit. Oh yeah, almost definitely. And I'm just like, Ugh. but that's kind of that's interesting. So you had a couple in your grade, but your grade was kind of chill. No, my grade was like we were very like. A close-knit group as far as, like, just everybody was friends with everybody. You definitely had, like, your cliques, which every high school does. Right. But, like, you didn't stay, like, seclusive to, like, your clique. How big was your graduating class? um, I graduated with 172. Okay, so ours is very similar. I think Mm -hmm. ours was, like, 212. Yeah, not big at all. Ours was really small. We graduated with 140. Wait, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Dang, were were you? I was senior class president, but I feel like you were oh, too. She was. Yo, what's up, girl? What's up, girl? <laughs> were you a class officer at all? I was not. I think my brother was class treasurer or something like that. Maybe class I did secretary. like seven other clubs, but I was not class officer. We'll talk a little bit later about what it's like to be class president. <laughs> it was always fun. Because you, well, you know what this year is twenty twenty, right? Oh. Guess when I graduated high school. How would you know? Twenty ten. I graduated in twenty ten. Oh, it's your ten year. It's our ten year reunion. Wow. And listen to this. So. I'm kind of like, so the, the people that I want to be close with in high school, I still talk to them. Like, you know, I'll shoot a little text. We have a little group text called the Four Horsemen. And like, <laughs> it's, well, I don't know, it's kind of nerdy. But and then there's like a couple other guys like Jordan and Caleb who've been on the podcast before. Shout out to those guys. And uh, a couple other guys that I like talk to, but less than 10 people, right? Well, I had to plan the, the class reunion. Oh, love that. Yeah, it's great. Whatever. And so... The guys were like, dude, you got to do it, you got to do it. And I'm like, guys, we always see each other. Like, I think people will forget. They're like, no, they're not going to forget. So I started like a Facebook club uh, mm-hmm. group that has like all the, you know, people who graduated. So that was like, I felt really good about that. And we had it planned for May. Mm-hmm. And I have like the venue. We had the space. Like, it's going to be great. And then what happens in 2020? COVID. COVID ruins everything. Literally. And so that got canceled. And then we like pushed it back to July. Because I don't know if y'all remember. Everybody's like, oh, okay. Oh, well, Wait, everything's yeah. going to open yeah. up in July. Yeah, yeah like it's going to be great. And then it's like July. I was like, JK, it's still Not COVID. Happening. And so then it got canceled again. And I had like, you know, Lumpkins. I don't know if it's similar to Elberton. But like you have people who are very opinionated behind a keyboard. Oh, and absolutely. So, I think it's just I, a small town thing. Yeah, it really is. Because, you know, they're like a keyboard warrior. It's like, I'll show them. And it's like, what? It's like, yeah, why, what are you showing me? I'm like, <laughs> I'm just trying to do the safety thing. So I had to cancel it. And there's a couple of people who were like, oh, we can still meet. And I was like, all right, well, you do that. Have fun. Let us know. And they didn't. Yeah, so our 10-year reunion, hopefully. And when did you graduate? 2019? 2020? You just graduated. Just oh, graduated. that's right. Wait a minute! Your senior year just got robbed. Yeah, yeah. Holy smokes, Madison! Can we talk about this? <laughs> You're the first person I've had on the podcast who's actually class of 2020. Because mm-hmm. okay, so and we were just talking off air. The last 4-H event I did, and like I said earlier, we're all 4-Hers. Love it, you know. Head, heart, hands, and health, and whatever. Absolutely. Uh, you know, go green and white. 
go clovers. What, else? what go Rocky go? I don't know whatever four H <laughs> generic term. Go Rocky go toast. Uh, here's the thing: is March the first weekend in full weekend of March was DPA from Northeast. It's mm-hmm. my favorite event of the year. It's the only four H event I don't miss. I try to go to state council because I love state council. I love senior camp. I love it. I love fall forum. But like DPA is always like kind of special for me, mm-hmm. especially like being a Northeast. Like, I mean, it's just it's a Elite special weekend. Northeast. The Elite Northeast. That's the last weekend of Freedom. Yes, for real. And it's the last 4-H thing I did because the next week, that like you know that was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The next Friday, the thirteenth, is when everything everything, shut, everything shut down. down. Mm-hmm. And then it's been shut down ever since. Yeah, we were only supposed to be out of school for two weeks, and then April first got here, and I got an email saying that school was done for the year, and I was like, I cried a lot. Like. Because, I mean, people people who are listening right now, obviously we all have our own struggles during the COVID, whether it's a financial crisis, whether it's uh, emotional, mental. And some, as a guy who works with youth kids, high schoolers and middle schoolers on a daily basis, that was hard. It was. And we talked about a little bit of this. There's a little bit of a grieving process. Oh, like, for like sure. You, like you Most lost. Most definitely. And so, like, w- tell me, like, I mean, prom, yeah. uh, all the 4-H things in the summer, like all the, the signing of the yearbook. I don't know if you got, did you get a yearbook? Yeah, we did. Eventually? We had like a drive through where we got our cap and gown, um, where we got our yearbooks and stuff like that. It just wasn't the same. But I do have to say that my family did try to do as much as they could to make it a senior year. Mm-hmm. But it just still wasn't the same, like... I was going through my stuff, packing up from my dorm room, and I found the journal that I had kept with all of our prom stuff in it that we had already planned. We already had the venue. We already had, like, cater, caters. Caters? Yeah, yeah. Right? catering. Yeah. Yeah, catering, yeah. And so it was just, like, an emotional roller coaster almost. Everything that we had worked so hard for was just gone. Just like, and just like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you, like... You're a believer. I don't. I mean, y'all are both very devout Christians. You talk about your faith, and I think it's awesome. I think your mom's the one that posts like every so often on Facebook. She'll post like a like a scripture with like a nature mm-hmm, picture, mm-hmm. and I usually steal it and then I use it for my own Instagram for my students. Is like thank you. <laughs> um, so shout out to your mom. Uh, what was it like spiritually that that maybe and Michaela? Obviously, you're going through this too. I mean, everybody has their own perspective. I think seniors. Let's just let, you know, being a former school teacher and working with students, I got to see the struggle with seniors a little more so because uh, we we hype them up your senior year so much. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then, like, it's the last bit of it. Like, if you were to say, okay, we'll take away August to October, okay, that's kind of, that's terrible, you know, but at least I get to finish out my senior year. This is like, no, 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 you don't get to finish your senior year. It's kind of weird. But what were some of the things like spiritually that maybe you struggled with, like with the loss of life as you knew it at the time, like the normalcy of it? Um, it was very like in the beginning. I mean, I I flat out told mom and them I was just mad and mm-hmm. upset and kind of like I know he has a plan for whatever's gonna like good is gonna come out of this, but why now? Like, why in the middle of senior year everything was so going so well? We were the little cliche post about countdown to graduation had then started, and mm-hmm. then it was just like your whole world got turned upside down. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really, I struggled a lot with it, but then I started a diary, which mom told me to do, and I started writing down all my feelings in that, and I started seeing like daily Bible verses that would come through on my phone were just what I needed to hear that day. And yeah. it just kind of was crazy how pieces started connecting. So by the time some of it got to semi-normal, everything was going good. Yeah. Okay, what about you? Um, well, just like from the perspective of like her not getting her senior year and like me being able to have a senior year, like everything that like seeing that she missed out on, like that absolutely broke my heart as an older sister, just alumni of Elbert County, like just there's so many special things that we get to do as seniors and like she didn't really get to have it but kudos to Elbert County they did a great job of like they did making sure they feel special and everything but as far as like my faith and like spiritual side of it my biggest struggle was like just not being able to go to church Mm -hmm. like Mm. and Uh, preach it (laughs) yeah exactly and like 
yes, the Zoom, I mean, like the YouTube and the live streams and everything, but it's just like, to me, it was so hard to worship, like looking at a computer Mm -hmm. because like when I'm in church, my phone is down. Like I'm not any type of technology. And like, even on a computer, like, yes, you have the sermon up and everything, but things are popping up and like, you're just so distracted almost. So that was my biggest struggle of like, just not being able to go to church. Um, not, I just like the, I love the community of like being able to go into a church building and not having that. I really struggled with. I think like we're designed mm-hmm. to be in community. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's what the church is. It's just like we're more than one uh, of my believers, you know, gather. Yes. You know, there shall I shall be. And it's like, because we want to be in that community, we want to grow. And so there is a struggle of that. And like, but we're also intellectual in the fact of like, okay, well, maybe we have to be, you know, safe. And that's what we're trying to do is be safe for one another because we care about one another. But then it, it's, it's still a struggle. Oh, absolutely. And there was a, there's a C.S. Lewis writes a book where he talks about the grieving process. Mm-hmm. And he says, when you go to someone who's, someone who's died and you go, hey, they're in heaven with Jesus. Like, why aren't you happy? Yeah. And it's like, I understand intellectually of my faith that that is true. Mm-hmm. And like, I know he's, you know, he or she is with Christ and is like in heaven. But there's another side that's a grieving process of like, I am sad because they're not here with me. Exactly. And so I think there's a little bit of like what I saw with my students and even myself is like, yes, I know at the long term, like God has a plan and it's going to be great. and It's going to be wonderful. Yeah. But over here, I need to. I need to struggle. I need to. I need to pray. I need. need I I need to grieve. I need to get through this. Uh, Which leads into the next thing I want to talk about is. uh, Well, first of all, thank y'all for sharing. I mean, I know this is not what y'all came here to do—is talk about like. No, it's the the, always open for it. Yeah. um, The loss of of your senior (laughs) year in COVID, but well, it happened. We're the class that made history, so. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you're now known forever. Yeah. Um, and maybe the class of 2021, we never know. Um, hey, I mean, yeah. I'm having to start out my senior year of college like this, so. I mean, I'm stuck That's in my true. dorm room, like, pretty much all day because of hybrid classes. Did y'all have to, like, escape to get here? Was there, like, security guards, like, hey, where y'all going? <laughs> yes, like, with, run, like, shields run. and everything. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you had to, like, make a shank to, like, you know, <laughs> get, get the bars out uh, <laughs> of your dorm rooms. Are you, where are you, are you in the suites? Yes, I am. <gasps> you know I was an RA in the suites. Oh, my gosh, what floor? I was, um. Oh, gosh. It was east, and I was on the fifth floor. No, oh, I'm on the west wing. Uh, is that the one that's, like, the lower one? Like, where it has, it's like... the one not close to Chow. Yeah, okay. I was, yeah, I was east. East is closest to Chow. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Whatever. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, losers. <laughs> oh, there at west. Where did you, where did you live? I was in the commons. Uh, but that's the one with the, uh, the military, isn't it? No. No, you've got Liberty. That's Patriot. Yeah, yeah. Liberty, Patriot, and Gaylord are, um... The core, but Commons is right beside the suites. They've only so when I lived there, that was only the second year they had been built. Oh, that's the new, the, the newer brand ones. So that's what they're called, the Commons. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It looks similar to the suites. Yeah. But yes. Wait, didn't I? Wait a minute. I could be wrong, but didn't I give you a tour of the me. Commons? That was me. That was you when you came to North Georgia. Yeah. First of all. Makes me feel super old. <laughs> You're a senior now. Yeah, I'm and a I, senior. And I gave you a tour when you were, like, before you were a freshman. Before I came to school here, yeah. God, I hate y'all. God, <laughs> um, that was you, because you were like, y'all, we went to dinner or something. And yeah, then, we like, went to shenanigans, shenanigans that night. And yeah. you spilled your water at dinner. Okay, well, you don't have to bring that up. <laughs> now I'll edit that out. <laughs> I don't sound like Ben was like a loser. Uh, but yeah, and it was funny, it was like, Y'all were like, let's let's walk around. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just find somebody. And then, I don't know if you know this. I didn't have one. I mean, I don't have a way, way to get into these dorms. No. But luckily, my a friend who was like a freshman international exchange student type thing, who was an RA, it had been four years or so since I graduated. Because when did you start college? 20, 2017. 2017. I graduated like in 2014, 2015, something like that. So, yeah, so they were still there. And luckily, they were sitting at the desk. I was like, hey. I was like, give him a tour. And he's like, all right, great. Like, come on in. I was like, ooh, like security is like uh, not as tight. And so, yeah, we went around and walked around. That was cool. That was really fun. So, yeah. I forgot all about that until just (laughs) now. And I could have swore it was you, but now I'm realizing it was Michaela, and that makes me feel old. It's okay. But I digress. We're thinking about still on the subject of like loss and still the loss of like kind of the normalcy of things one of the things that we do in 4-h is summer camp and if you know anything about me i'm a 
big summer camp proponent. I even show y'all, like in my office in the other room, have like I still have all my camp stuff on the wall. Oh, that's precious. Yeah. Um, eventually, one day when I get married, my wife's probably gonna put it all in a box and go. Yeah, this is cool. Put it in the closet. Oh, stop. Uh, but anyways, camp is important for me. I worked at Wasiga. I worked at Jekyll. If you were a counselor in the '90s, you probably saw me there. I was 1996. Muskogee Chief. That was when I was in college. Uh, it's, not, it's not like a big deal, but it's kind of a big deal. Uh, I had to leave. Did I tell you, I ended the summer early because I had to go compete in the Atlanta Olympics. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. It was '96, but I also I also hold the record for Muskogee Chief for four years in a row. Oh my god! Oh, absolutely yeah. awesome! Yeah, wow. it was it was the '90s. It was tough. <laughs> people who are listening right now who are not a 4-H people are like, "What are you talking about, Muskogee Chief?" Rock Eagle yes. 4-H Center. There's a summer camp. Their theme for the camp is they break the kids into tribes. Mm-hmm. So you have the Shawnee, the Cherokee, and the Muscogee. Ghost, ghost. Um, sometimes Go if Keys. the camp is really big, they have the Seminole tribe. And so they have the four different tribes, and it's fantastic. And they have, like, leadership counselors who are usually, like, juniors or seniors in college, you know, third summers there or four summers, maybe fifth summers if they're old enough. And so Michaela was a lead counselor this summer at Rock Eagle at for Muskogee Tribe. Correct. Well, right? supposed to be. Supposed to be. And then Madison was supposed to be a... Cherokee MI. Cherokee MI, for real? Yeah. All right, go Cherokee. It's my second favorite tribe. Go Keys. Um, Muskogee better actually, be your first. Actually, I think it may be my third favorite. I think it's Muskogee Shawnee okay, Cherokee. Okay, thank you. As long as it goes right Hey, top five, though. That's what I always say. <laughs> um, thank you, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I got your back, girl. So what was it like... Because I got to do five summers, and this was your first summer, and this was your third leadership summer. What was some of the things, like, how did that go? Did y'all just get a letter saying, hey, uh, no more camp, I'll see you next time? Well, we originally first got one about another plan of, like, starting late June, early July, and going till the end of July, and because everyone thought everything's going to be open by then. Everything's going to so be true. fine. Yeah. so true. Everybody, Everybody did. Mm-hmm. And then it got here and they were like, psych. Yeah, camp's not happening. Really? Did y'all like, did y'all like, what, and it's the same thing for you for leadership? Yeah, so leadership, we definitely got like a little bit more information like coming into us just so we could like prepare our counselors before like an email got sent out or anything. Just because, I mean, it is a loss. Like, it's so important to all these kids that have, like, designated their summer to, like, mm-hmm. be a counselor. And so, like we said, I mean, we, we were grieving the loss of a camping season. And um, so we definitely got more information, but eventually, like, it really was. they Our next plan, if we couldn't have normal camp, is we were going to have, like, a shortened camp season, um, which, from a leadership standpoint, like, I was excited we got to have camp, but also, like, your leadership summer is something you work so hard for. And I'm like, right. mine is competitive. Yes, very competitive. competitive. There was like 43 that applied this year. And for like 10, 15, 15 positions. 15 jobs, yeah. Yes. So, like, from a, in a selfish standpoint, I was kind of like, well, my summer right. is getting gypped for something that I've worked so hard for. Mm-hmm. But then also, I was just trying to be like, well, okay, we get to see kids. Right. But then that didn't even happen. It's kind of like one of those, like, double-edged swords is like i want to see kids for a whole summer like, yeah, exactly for yeah. like two weeks well and i and there's 15 leadership spots but really you only qualify for like eight of them yes you know because some are, are male and then there's female and but i can't go are, to a small camp yeah because you don't have the experience mm-hmm. so like even though theoretically yeah she could apply for jekyll captain she's never worked at jekyll like you wouldn't no. do counselor yeah. there so that kind of i say that just so people know like it's competitive very and there's not a lot of spots. And so to get leadership is kind of a big deal. Um, and it means that they believe in a lot of of the qualities that you bring to the table. Like, you know, you're kind, you're caring, you can provide inspiration. Like, you know, that you're mature enough to lead others. Because, I mean, a college kid leading college kids is, is almost a scary thought when you get to a past <laughs> yeah. college age. Because, mm. like, you're like, you're letting that 20-year-old boss around that 20-year-old? Like, <laughs> nah, I don't know about that. Yeah. But the, but it's a big deal. And your first summer, for those listening who are not like, you know, a camp counselor, your first summer is like, for me at least, it was very magical. You're almost like in a Bambi of like, oh my gosh, like you're just, you just graduated high school. You are under your parents' like, you know, 
tutelage. I don't know if that's the correct word. Tutelage, you know, your entire life. And then you get to go to a summer camp, which is all about high energy. It's about uh, fun. Like, you're passionate about camp. You're passionate about 4-H. You're passionate about the program and all the things that you do there. You're with your friends that you've known for the last six years, you know, middle school and high school. You're even older friends that you've known maybe a little bit longer. And so you're in this environment of just like, of like awesomeness. And, and it's a great transition to college. You know, Very you get much. you get some independence, you get oh, some of that sure. like fun and it leads you right into it. And so Madison, like not to even have, I would argue almost the first summer is so magical versus even the leadership summer. It's a different type of magic. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, you're helping create that for other people versus experiencing that. I'm not trying to make you cry or anything. No, I just yawned. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right. I was like, she's about to get emotional by the way I'm describing yeah, this. You're good. Um, what was, I mean, and you have a close group of friends. Yeah. Shout out to all the people I said earlier. Love them to death. And I, I feel like I forgot somebody. And if I forgot you, I'm so sorry. I love you all. You're all wonderful human beings. I'll put that in there somewhere. Um, what was that like? like? I mean, did y'all like, have a group text of the same, like, hey, guys? Like, oh, yeah, y'all. we do. We've had it for a while. It was um, our senior trip, but now it's freshman season. Um, but I've changed the name of the group. Yeah, <laughs> no, they changed it to the season of their life. Um, so, yeah, shout out to our group chat. Um, but it was just kind of like all types of mixed emotions again. Um, it was just kind of like, well, now what are we going to do for the summer? Um, but I guess it really started in January when we went through selection together. Right. Because, Very intense. Because our whole group was just so close that like we could not have imagined what it would have been like without one of us there. And so when we all got the job, it was kind of like, oh my gosh, we're going to get to spend our first summer at Rock Eagle together. Like, this is absolutely amazing. Like, what friend group, they probably want to be us type thing. And with it not happening and not being able to see them for so long, you don't realize how grateful you are for those friendships until it's like ripped away from you. And so I guess we kind of just all grieved like different ways mm-hmm. but then we did were, you get to see some of them over the summer yes we did we all got together we been in a the, safe manner of course yeah, yeah socially distanced um yeah, i mean we've been out to dinner together um then we went to the lake together so i mean it's just kind of like our own little pact that we have yeah i uh i was in a weird way a little thankful because i wasn't last summer but maybe the summer before um when Kyle and George were like first years, I guess it wasn't last summer. That was, no, it was my first summer. Your first summer. Okay. Mm-hmm. I felt like, I, I think I wrote like a card for all the Northeast people and like got like a candy bar. I was trying to like give them like a. Yeah, you did one for me. Yeah. Okay. I, wanted, I, I also wrote you a um, a reference letter. Yes, you did. Your, your first year. What's up, girl? What's up? Like We, we go way back. We OGs. Uh, I did not, Madison did not ask me to write her a reference letter. Hmm. Shout out to Lauren Rose, though, for writing Well, you got Lauren to do it? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I have way more weight than Lauren does. Like, oh, my gosh. She's a punk. I love you, Lauren. Uh, Lauren Morris. Now it's Lauren Rose. Rose. Um, Get her names right, I'm just, I'm just letting everybody know who doesn't know her new last name. <laughs> She's fantastic. I love her a lot. Uh, she and I, we've already talked about, like, we got jerseys. Um and now we're thinking about like maybe get like hats or something like oh, we're, gonna, we're gonna make Al buy it for us. Do it anyway. Shout out to Lauren, um, love her to death. Shout out to Mr. <laughs> Al too. Yeah, what's up, Mr. Al, dude? Dude, he'd be great on the podcast. Oh, he would be so much fun. I just I, I would just go all right, Al. Uh, tell me how your day was and just let him just talk for like forty five minutes and about let him whatever. do the code of conduct. Yeah, speech. the code of conduct. <laughs> you have to get him to do that. The code of conduct speech. Uh, everybody who's not a 4 H'er right now it's has, probably like, has, like, like oh, what the like, who are these people but anyways I, I was thinking about that this summer I was like oh I'm gonna come visit but then I was like uh, what's that gonna be like when it's you know friendship or when it's um, yeah when like I have like staff afterwards yeah staff like we're I have, all like conjoin Ben come over here Ben come over here and I'm like oh god oh god oh god like, I gotta start choosing like alright Ben come have milk with me there's like six of you in that tribe so I'll choose that one it's worth it. Usually, what I'll do is buy Arnold Palmer because that's like my go-to drink, and it's a, it's a great gift. It is, and you need that in summer camp world. 
you need a, a little on. Oh, pick me up. Yeah. Oh, pick me up. So talk about like camp and and like the pros and cons, whatever. Now you're into college. College. Woo-hoo. And you're in your Woo-hoo. freshman year. Yeah. At North Georgia University, North Georgia. Why did you choose North Georgia? Set of curiosity. Is it because your sister went to it? No, it actually wasn't. I was actually looking at Georgia College in, like, Southmore. Millie Vegas. Um, Pretty much, yeah. Um, But I came up here, I think it was maybe Gold Rush one year. Well, you've been to Gold Rush? That's crazy, dude. That's Um, crazy time. I came up here, and there was just something. Like, every time we came up here to visit with sis, there was just something more that I fell in love with. And I was like, I prayed about it with mom and dad a lot. And I was like, that's where I want to go to school. It's, it's one of those things that people don't realize because sometimes people, at, like high school pushes you to like achieve, achieve, achieve. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't get, people think their value is based on the class ranking. Oh, or yeah. their value is what school they get into. And like, yeah, like that's great. I'm not trying to diss anybody who went to a nice college. Like go to Harvard, go to UGA, like, go where you want to. You do you. But it doesn't have value to who you are. Oh, absolutely. Um, Most and, definitely. And, like, I know one of my class valedictorians, I love this. So, valedictorian of the school, which means in the state of Georgia, there's a law if your school is accredited, which most public schools are, I mean, what public school is not accredited, and you're valedictorian or salutatorian, you get automatic acceptance to any public institution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she got into UGA, got into all the schools, and she chose to go to Gainesville State College. The valedictorian Mm -hmm. who got accepted to UGA chose to go to Gainesville State College. Mm -hmm. That doesn't even exist anymore. And now it's like UNG Gainesville campus or whatever. She chose there because she liked the campus. Mm -hmm. And she liked the the professors. She was like, that's where I like to go. That's where I want to go. And then, you know, she eventually did, like, two years there and then transferred to some other school and, like, graduated. I think maybe she, now she's getting, like, her doctor or something. It was just kind of interesting that she chose where, like, her heart was, like, this is where you're supposed to be. And I think North Georgia hits a lot of hearts because it's a beautiful campus. Oh, it is. 100%. It's, and it's next to uh, uh, Preacher's Rock. Yeah. Uh, it's next to... Yona. Uh, Yona. Like, there's a lot of hiking. There's a lot of waterfalls. There's a beautiful traditions at the school mm-hmm. that's oh, just like yes. the drill field and just like all the cool stuff. And it's a great that's campus. actually where we're heading after we leave here. Is what? The, the drill, drill field. field. Oh, what's happening in the drill field? Just everybody gets out and like it hangs just hangs. Out. Yeah, because yeah. with like COVID and stuff, you're cooped up in your dorm room all day. So at night, that's when everyone's spaced out. And so they it's, go hang, toss yeah. frisbees and stuff. Yeah. God, I miss that. I miss yeah. the college atmosphere. Like, it's like the Lanaga, like UNG comes to life at night. It's it's one of those things where like I definitely have aged out because I was some Wesley student, so I still help out with Wesley or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. I definitely cannot connect with these. I, I mean, I, mean, I, because I remember like doing the same thing in the drill field, like hanging out. I was like, yeah. oh, this is great. Like, I love it. Like, oh my gosh, makes my heart like I get uh, reminiscent of the old days. Yeah. But now I'm like, hey, uh, it's nine o'clock here. You see, Let's go to bed. I need to go to bed now. That's me now, yeah. and I'm only twenty one. <laughs> she's like yeah. an old lady. Like seriously, <laughs> I need to go to sleep. Um, <laughs> let me have a nice cup of coffee. It's like, who drinks coffee before they sleep? Old people do. It's a true story. Not even true. Also, <laughs> here's the thing, too. This is a weird thing. I'm about to sound super creepy when I say oh, this. Oh, God. I'm scared. Did you go to Preacher's Rock on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Guess who also went to Preacher's Rock on Saturday? You did? This guy. You're oh, kidding. my God. Yes. And I, I think we would have been there the exact same time. I don't know what time y'all were there. I saw y'all post it. We went... Like around it was like 1.30. 1.30. Stop! That's exactly when we went. You're kidding. So listen to this. So we go there. I go on a date. Shout out to my date. She's great. And I thought, first of all, man, it's a good thing I didn't see you because y'all would be like, oh my God, that's Oh, I would have definitely, yeah, I've been questioning um, everything. I would have embarrassed you. Well, it also maybe would have been kind of cool. It's like, oh, uh, you know me. It's like a local town hero. Like people know me. Like everybody knows uh, my name. It's like, it's not like a bait deal. <laughs> uh, but no, oh my I gosh, saw. Oh my gosh, been made to <laughs> If you had done that, I would have like texted you afterwards and be like, "Thank you, Madison. <laughs> Thank you for making me look so cool <laughs> on this date." Uh, but anyways, we went there. There was no parking. Yeah, no, made no one. parking spot. Yeah, and like we like almost waited like ten minutes to see if like if any car would move or like go, and there was nowhere to like I'll just park. Yeah. Park. 
And so I was like, all right, well, uh, I guess it was not meant to be for Preacher's Rock. And so we drove back down, and we went and played pickleball. Oh, which, fun. I don't know if you play pickleball, but it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a lot of I'm fun. A, I'm a huge advocate for it. It's okay. like, have you played? We They played at our church camp. Okay, but that answers my question. Have no. you played Madison at some point? Since now you go to North Georgia, I'm going to okay. text you, and we're going to go play pickleball. Michaela, you down? Yeah. All right, Michaela's my partner because I feel like she knows what she's talking about. You, we'll find someone. Okay. To play There's with actually you. a pickleball class at UNG now. Like you can take what? pickleball. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, for like you're like one hour, like extra like credit thing yeah. that you need to do. Yeah. Wow. Um, there's courts at Yahula. Yahula. Like, is that what's called Yahula? Yahula. I just call it Yahula. 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 Um, they're um, they're fantastic, and they're like on the tennis courts. They just made like pickleball. Yeah. Anyways, uh, a lot of fun. And so that's what we went and did instead. It was super hot. It was. Um, so we kind of like called that quits after a little while. <laughs> Anyways, we talked about what it's like to be sisters. We talked about camp. We talked about UNG. What are some things, and this is the last thing we'll talk about, and then I'll let y'all go because I know y'all got to get to the field. There's a lot of different aspects of community in college that I'm still very like fond of. I was involved with the RA and Residence Live. I was involved with the Wesley you know, the college ministry. I know y'all are involved with the Revive, mm-hmm. which is a, uh, was not existent when I was there. Mm-hmm. That's like a newer ministry. And so there's a lot of different things about community. And I feel like one of the things we talk about in this podcast and we talk about like just in my life is how critical it is to plug yourself into a community that accepts you, mm-hmm. challenges you mm-hmm. to grow. I feel like sometimes people are like, I don't want to grow. I just want to be accepted. And it's like, yeah, there's an element to that, though. Like, Jesus meets you where you're at, but he doesn't leave you there. Oh, you know 100%. what I mean? Yes. Um, and so, and people who are listening who are maybe at UGA, maybe they're at Georgia College, maybe they're adults, maybe they're high school. I don't know who's listening to this. Uh, what are some things that you look for into connecting the community? Um, so, one of my biggest things. You said mentioned revive. Um, that's been one of my like saving graces in college. Right, you post a lot of. Like, yes. you're like the number one fan. <laughs> so it actually is actually through Christ Place Church in Oakwood. Um, they started it, and it originally started at the Truett McConnell call, like campus, and so they were only doing it once, or they originally started doing it like once a month, and then mm-hmm. it kind of showed a lot of interest from students and everything. So they started doing it once a week. And so it ended up being where there's like 40 kids from Dahlonega driving to Cleveland like every week oh, to wow. go wow. to this service. And so the interest was there. So we were like, hey, let's see about doing one in Dahlonega. Um, and so we started that year and a half ago up here in Dahlonega. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we do that on Thursday nights. And it's just like. What, what was so like intriguing about it to drive? Because true, it's not like it's like a. 30-minute drive, 25-minute drive? like It was just the, the authentic community. Like, they were truly there for us and truly, like, willing to pour into us mm-hmm. um, and, like, really cared of as us as college kids. Because, like, a lot of times I feel like some adults will be like, oh, yeah, you're in college. Like, I've been there, done that. But, like, college is so much harder now than it was. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm, like, not dissing people that's graduated in the past. But, like, just no, the, no, you're right. the expectations and everything for us nowadays is just – so much harder and I mean they truly like valued us being there and like knew us by name like the first night I met one girl and she never forgot my name and like the, and that was and there was a lot of kids there so like that meant so much to me um so we actually I help I'm on the leadership team for the one here in Dahlonega now nice. what, um, do y'all, what do y'all meet we met at the Dahlonega marketplace I know it's so cute yeah that's, a, that's a nice little so venue. cute mm-hmm. um so last semester we were averaging probably like 75 to 100 kids like on Thursday nights wow. it was awesome absolutely loved it um is the speaker really captivating really so good? actually they have a college or we had a college pastor Josh Allen love him to death but he and his wife just moved to Memphis to start a church there um so right now we have Ben Garrison who's kind of just filling in as a college pastor but he's absolutely ben. amazing. So. How old has Ben Garrison? He just turned, turned 30, 30 yeah. Saturday. <laughs> 30, okay. Let us not forget that. Yeah. Well, if you need a, a 28-year-old Ben, okay. you just let me know because I know a 28-year-old Ben. I do too. Who is also a, oh youth, you know, a pastor. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm no, I'm no Ben Garrison. I don't know this guy, but he sounds like a, a real sharp cookie. Oh, he's awesome. He's um, amazing. But yeah, so like that's just, I feel like a lot of people especially say like when you go to college, like a lot of kids will like 
go far away from their faith just because they've like mm. lived in their their household and kind of just believe what right. parents believed and everything. I feel like ours is and mine's stronger. been completely yeah. opposite. Like my walk with Christ has grown so much stronger since I've been in college. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I've had like a community around me that like has the same beliefs and like push me to be a better Christian in my daily life. Well, I think there's a little bit of, of truth in the sense of when you're in college and you had that independence for the first time, your decisions can hold more weight. And oh, that's absolutely. where your decision to maybe go away towards Christ, you see that a lot because maybe whatever is in front of them, that's what they choose. But that same power of choice to choose that can also be a choice to to grow in your faith and mm-hmm. grow closer to Christ. And so that's also strong. Yes, 100%. And so I think that's what you're talking about when I hear you say that. It's like, my faith has grown. It's because, well, you still have the same power of choice, but you just chose to go this way mm-hmm. versus choosing that way. And I think one thing for me, because being a new freshman in, I haven't, Revive is probably my community right now, but it also helps to, shout out to my roommates, they're absolutely amazing, and we all have, we're on the, all, all on the same level of belief, so like every Sunday we go to church together, Thursdays they come to Revive with me, and so it just kind of helps having that little pick me up during the week, and even on Thursdays and Sundays, they're like, hey, they're or doing the same thing I'm doing. So that's probably my little community is my little roommates. D- did you know them before you moved in? One of my roommate, my actual roommate, because we have sweet mates, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but my roommate and me went to school together when we were younger. And then her mom got remarried. And so she moved our seventh grade year. Okay. And we stayed in touch back and forth. Well, I originally had another roommate well, it was coming time. It was coming up to do the roommate, like finalize mm-hmm. it and everything. And she was like, "Hey, I just think that I'm gonna stay at home now. I don't think I'm gonna go to like you and G Delonica. I'm gonna go to Gainesville for this year and then maybe transfer." And I was like, "Well, gosh, thank you for like leaving me in the dust, pretty much." But then two days later, um, my roommate's mom called. My mom and was like, "Hey, is Madison still looking for a roommate?" And so now we're now we're here. Here we are, yeah. And your sweet mates, you just happened. Those were random. My sweet mates actually went to school with my roommate, but they weren't close, close in high school. But they knew of each other in high school, so it's like they knew each other prior, but weren't really close. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. So both y'all are able to like kind of like you know of each other, but not like on a deeper level. But now y'all getting to know each other. On a more meaningful yeah, level. Yeah, we're a lot alike. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Two what? Madisons. Whoa. Well, wait. Her name is also Madison? No, her name is Lauren. Oh. oh she just sorry. acts a lot like her. Okay, okay. As I was say, two Madisons. That's like little. That's trippy. really scary. What if? What if all four of your names were Madisons? Wouldn't That'd be, be like weird. Really, wouldn't that be really weird? Because like, what if you knew her and she's like, she's Madison. And you're like, okay, well, I'm Madison. Whatever. Just be the two Madisons. But then they randomly put you with two other girls. How'd you ever decipher? And they're also Madisons. And then it's like, <gasps> four oh, four Madisons. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be like That'd crazy? That'd be scary. That would be scary. That would be very. That'd be scary. really scary. Yeah. <laughs> not well, not. What if four? Uh, this is I'm going down a rabbit hole here. But what if you're all four named Madison, but then you all four had the exact same personality? Oh my gosh! Do you think that room, the suites, would just blow up? I think it like, would end up being burnt down somehow, some way. Like we all left our you know <laughs> curling iron on, and we all burned out. Oh tired. no! Wah wah wah! <laughs> you act like you're like Madison has her own Disney Channel show. Like what's she the would camera? Definitely do it. No. I'm Madison, and you're watching Disney. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's after your generation, though. No, it's not. Do, do they still do that with the? No, but they used to do that when I was little. Like in my teenage years, they still did that. Yeah. Okay. I think you're living vicariously through Michaela. No. There's no way they still do that because I'm talking about they did that when I was a kid. They did that when I was in like my teenage years. They just stopped really doing that. Oh, okay. I have Disney Plus. So we watch Disney Plus. That's true. First of all. <laughs> True story. There's a. I think I may have mentioned this in a different podcast, but Alley Cat Strike. Mm-hmm. It's a bowling movie. No. It's um. It's terrible. It was okay. made like in '99, 2000. So don't watch it. So it's very '90s. But I when I watched it as a kid, I thought it was the coolest movie in the world. Like oh my god. Yeah, like this is so cool. And they like the there's East Appleton versus West Appleton, and it's the last year. Kind of like, like a Romeo and Juliet type thing. N- 
No, not even close. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. Um, it's just like two different towns, and they uh, both okay, called gotcha. Appleton, yeah. and they compete for the Golden Apple, uh-huh. like uh, sports-wise. Wow. And it's the last year ever that they're going to give the Golden, Golden Apple, Apple away. And all the sports are tied, so they have to go to the sport that they didn't play, and it's a bowling. And it's like these like cool like nerds who like bowl all the time. They wear like bowling shirts, and they're like, I guess we'll do it. And it's like they made bowling sound cool, and it's like. I was rewatching it. I was like, this is not I mean, hey, bowling's sh- fun. Mate, shout out to Susan Bishop. She used to bowl, like, competitively. She she would have been great in this movie. This would have been her people. This would have been her movie. I uh, suck at bowling. Do you remember when Susan Bishop was, like, moving to Alaska? Yeah. And, then, and then, like, she never did. And she was going to be a Muskogee this summer. And now she's, <laughs> now, now she's here. She's at Augusta, living her best life. Wait, she's in Augusta. Yeah, she goes to school a, at Augusta. Isn't that like the the dentist school? Isn't or it's medical, medical school? Medical school of Georgia. School, sorry, <laughs> I think there's a dentist, dentist school somewhere. School? Like a there, dentist. There dentistry? is a dental school there. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Back me up. But she's uh, she she would be a doctor. She's I can going see to be a nurse, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's still super awesome. North Georgia also has a great nursing yeah, program. Yeah, we do. So if she like flunks out of Augusta, tell her to come to North Georgia. Uh, actually, I don't know. She she would flunk out of this. She would no, get into North she's Georgia. like a straight A person type thing. Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? Type thing. Type just, thing. She's a straight A person type, type thing. thing. Like she just she, Yeah, we wouldn't just, know that. Yeah, yeah. About I don't that. know that. <laughs> Dude, I had this this girl today was like, I got an eighty five and I just feel like my life is over and I'm like I get an eighty five Let's go. <laughs> like I'm a champion. Like my allowance is gonna happen. Like it's a high B. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it 85 any day. Oh, absolutely. Uh, this girl's like, I just don't know what to do. And it's like, like oh yeah, those God. college recruiters are going to kick you out. Like, <laughs> you know. We've gotten to the point of the podcast where we like to end every episode with the nugget of wisdom. Okay. And I think it's a funny little name because it's like a little nugget of wisdom. The, golden, like, the gold nugget. The golden nugget because we're in gold nugget. Go. Oh yes, it's like a double pun. It's like a nugget of wisdom. But also like a nugget, like a golden nugget, and we're in Delonica. I like that. And so, Madison, Michaela, what is what is a nugget? We'll start with Madison. What's what's something? It's something that the people can chew on. Like this is like this is the thought that you've been thinking lately. That people are like, oh, that's good. Like let me think about that, or let me ponder that, or wonder that, or learn from you, Madison. I know you got something. She's looking at me like she's scared. Michaela, do you got anything? Yeah. Why don't we start with you, sis? Like, go for it. Yeah, you're the oldest one here. You got it. Yeah, let's go. Um, one thing that our pastor said in church this Sunday that's kind of just been like playing in my head this week. Um, we've been talking about Jesus habits at church Mm. and we talked about relationships this week. And so one, like one statement he said was to be good in relations, you need to be open, not closed. Absolutely. And like, it's kind of like a weird way to put it, but like also it's just like been playing through my mind throughout the week. I guess I would have to go off of something with that. When he, he told, talked about how a pastor at a different church came in as a homeless man and dressed up as a homeless man to see what the congregation would think of him. And I guess that's kind of like, what do people around us think of our first impressions? Like, don't prejudge people. Yeah, because that's one of those things, too. Amen. We do that consistently. And like I feel like God tells us, like, you know, like, don't judge me, only God can judge me. I think there's a little bit of, like, you have judgment in the sense of, like, this is dangerous. Mm-hmm. This is dumb. Mm-hmm. I should not do this. You know, someone's like, I'm going to set this gasoline on fire. <laughs> don't judge me. And it's like, no, I'm definitely going to judge you. This is, this like, is. That's dumb. This is uh, dumb. Yeah, that's really stupid. But. but I think scripturally is speaking of like don't judge someone's heart yes. or character because you don't know that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it's easier said than done. Like how do we practice and live that out? Almost definitely. Uh, and so I, I love I love both of that. It's just like be open with Jesus and open relationships as friendships, romantic relationships, your family's relationships. Be more whole if you're open with God into that and not like so closed off, not putting up so many walls. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just like. Talking about being homeless is like, you don't know that guy's heart yeah. or the situation. Like, how can we be kind? How can we be supportive? And maybe that's the way we can do that with just anybody, not just with homeless people, but just like people that we daily See, interact yeah. with. How can we be supportive and loving and um, 
this is really something I, I preach a lot about is in scripture it talks about speak life into people and not to speak death. Mm-hmm. And so how can we speak life into people and encourage them uh, and not speak negatively over them? I get off my soapbox. I can go. <laughs> I love it. There. I love it. Well, Madison, Michaela, thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks today. for having Thanks us. Thanks for having yeah, us. I, I loved it. I, this was I, so much fun. Well, I hope y'all will be willing to come back. I know we talked about Sister, sister, little Disney plug. We talked about being 4-H can. I was, you know, get sister, oh, sister. Like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, right. um, we talked about 4-H can. We talked about COVID. We talked about UNG. Next time, we'll talk about whatever. I mean, okay. We'll talk I, about James Bond. I don't know. Okay. Um, I know you're a huge James Bond fan. That's what I've heard. Madison, no. is that true? No? no? Okay. I'll just do my, my researcher. Got me some misinformation. Okay. Jeez. I thought you were a huge. Kim Possible, maybe? I mean, I like Kim Possible, yeah. Okay, what are you, like, too cool for school now? You don't like Kim Possible? I mean, I didn't really grow up with Kim Possible. What was your Disney show of choice? My Disney show is probably Hannah Montana, and my really big one was Austin and Allie. Okay, I don't know what that is. Austin and Allie. You're That's, too, like, <laughs> so, it's too old. Just say it. Okay, all right, whatever. What was your <laughs> Disney show of I choice? was going to be nice. Jeez. I was like Hannah Montana, like That's So Raven. Yeah, okay, okay. I remember that. That's like So Raven. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Yes, let's go. Okay, bump you, Madison. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening to today's episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Go find us on Instagram at the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Follow us. We'd appreciate it. And like the post. We're also on Apple and Spotify. And on Apple, if you could leave us a five-star rating and write us a review, it helps us get noticed by... Uh, just more and more people who are listening to podcasts, and we just appreciate the love and support. And if you have any questions for Michaela or Madison or any comments on today's show, shoot us a DM. We love fan interaction. And when they come back on the podcast, I'll make sure to say, hey, so-and-so said this. We love you. We appreciate y'all listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. See you.